You are now listening to Transparent Energy, the podcast, recording live from the 215. Yo, 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 because I'm about to take a flight. And I didn't want to see them on the night. Right. I just want to have a good night. I just want to have, have, have a good night. If you want to see them on go. Let them go. No shade. Let them go. Let's go. What's up, everybody? What's good, everybody? Welcome back. We want to welcome y'all back. Thanks for having us and thanks for joining us on, on our third episode of Transparent Energy. The podcast with your hostesses, with the mostesses, me, Bambi D, and Jordan B. Straight out of Philly, <laughs> where it gets silly. And um, yeah, guys, we're back. It's another week, and we're drawing closer and closer to another new year. And again, I'm thankful that we are up here able to speak to you guys yet again so much has gone on literally since the last time we spoke so we have a nice episode prepared for you guys today um but like we told you guys last time that when we start off our episodes from there on we're just going to speak positive vibes in the um into our atmosphere and um we're going to speak words of affirmation and then we're going to go from there so again, we are resilient. We yes. are resilient. We, we are. Sh- <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I get so excited. Yes, yes. But but go ahead. You said we are resilient. We are strong. We well, which are is resilient. Powerful. I guess is that kind of like the same word? What resilient and strong? Hmm. We'll leave it up for the viewers, but they mean yeah. something. If they, if it means something different to you, then it can't be taken away from you. Right. Okay. Um, we are beautiful. We are everything. We are courageous. We are masters. We are creative. <laughs> we are love. We are peace. And finally, we are transparent. Parent. Yes. That's it. That's it. What Bernie Mac say? That's all I got. <laughs> that's all we that's all we got. Oh my gosh. Yes. But um, you guys, um, as Juju said, a lot has really been happening since the last time we spoke. Um, actually a little bit over a week and a day to be precise um, with business ventures, meetings schools, productions there has literally been a lot going on um, in that department on top of it being the holiday season with the two holidays right next door the last two holidays of the year rather that's most commonly celebrated you know but um, there are those other holidays in between like Hanukkah Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yeah. So, you know, there's a there's definitely a lot going on. And we are, as Juju said, we're closing out the end of the year. We just want to close it out right. Okay. So, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Close it out. Go out with a, a good bang. That's how we want to go out with a good bang. And so, what, next week is Christmas? Yeah, next week is Christmas. Christmas is coming up next week. Well, and actually, I, wait, is it next week or this week? Oh. What is this week? Wait, I, I think... Yeah, it's this weekend because your birthday is Saturday. Whoop, whoop, Old girls in the building. Yes, your birthday <laughs> is Saturday. Um, and yeah, so Christmas is on Sunday, actually. And then, like you said, both holidays that are commonly observed, I listed it, are both on Sunday. So... Oh, Wow. So, so this Sunday will be Christmas and then the Sunday after will be New Year's. Oh wow, talk about it. Yeah. So um 
well we hope you guys can have a great new year a great holiday a great christmas and much prosperity therefore afterwards but we're going to jump right into it with our hot topics this evening oh, wait but before we get into the hot topics before okay. you zoom 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 you know how you like to say before you zoom 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 let's talk about how you just um you you did your show this week remember the show that you did this week um, mm. your i did i did i'm yes, sorry i'm, I'm sitting <laughs> i did i did yes, a so monologue yeah i did a monologue with some slight poetry uh-huh. for this collective that i'm in and we have been rehearsing it for about maybe five or six months and um overall it was a great turnout it was a great success um, I also walked my first mainstream ball over the weekend, which was very freaking stressful. And though, for those of you who don't know what a ball is, it's kind of like a big talent show. <laughs> okay. Kind of like a kind of like a big talent show. You walk up and you basically get judged. Um, but it was a great experience for me, and um, I loved it. Um, furthermore. Jeez, what else I got going on? I mean, I'd be bunny hopping around, but that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, they're not ready for that yet. <laughs> they're not ready for that yet. Just, not yet. We got we, we have to ease them into the bunny hopping. <laughs> but um, for the most part, again, so um, so you had a so you did great from you know from that from the videos that I've seen, you you did a great job. And again, congratulations. Oh, thanks. Thank you, you definitely. Or someone that is made for like the cameras and made for like the stage. You, you definitely own the crowd, um, and I like how you was like very, um, very engaging. And um, it was just, it was just dope to see you in your element. Oh. And I, I definitely want to see you more in some definitely some more stuff. I know you, that me and you were supposed to go karaoke to go karaoke. And, and I can't wait so for that. I can't wait. I can't wait for, for us to get a chance to really, really do that. Lord's going coming up soon. So, um, well, yeah. I appreciate you. That made me feel so good, girl. I can reach over and kiss you right now, girl. <laughs> yes, the air kisses, cyber kisses. Well, no, yeah. cyber kisses. Yeah, cyber kisses because we over. Oh, Y'all can get some too. Anyway. Cyber kisses. Is, cyber yeah, cyber kisses. Are safe. Uh, yeah, yeah, cyber kisses are safe, guys. We're still coping. <laughs> but um no but again congratulations to you and um like you said um i'm glad you walked your first mainstream ball i remember i, I know you said you was very nervous but you did good and um i know you're gonna just keep coming better and better each time um and again guys um this week when we get to where well, you want to you want to Get us into the hot topics, or you sure. I would love to, cause you, y'all know I'm I'm the dramatic one. Yes, dramatic. And, and and Juju is the real serious one. She's the, she's yeah. the lawyer. She's the attorney. She's the accountant. She take care of all the important shit. But first on our hot topics is one of my favorite subjects, and it actually has to do with what do you say, um, like sci-fi or the norm or like aliens the aliens period so research doing my research I had found out that the KOB channel 4 news that's over in Albuquerque New Mexico and for those of you who don't know Albuquerque New Mexico is a part of the United States Corporation pay attention so the DCD and the CDC says over 1 billion people have been exposed to what they are now calling the Lazarus Plague, where people will die, right? And then they come back to life in like a zombie state. Mm. And what made that so interesting to me, what, what made that was interesting to me because um, I know Lazarus has something to do with religious texts, and um, you, Juju, are sort of my like little my my religious scholar. So when I when I heard when I came across this article, I instantly thought of you, and I was mm-hmm. like, because I don't know, you know, the depth of the story of Lazarus, but I said, 
excuse me, I said to myself, if anybody who know who, who would know, it's it's Juju. So my question to you, Juju, after hearing after hearing this, what what are your initial thoughts about that? Like well this is honestly scary because um this is <laughs> this is kinda like how they already saying um they're going to like, approach the zombie apocalypse or some crazy stuff like that. I don't know what's really making people think that. I mean, you never know. Um, maybe like, okay, maybe the zombies that we see in the movies and the zombies that might actually <laughs> uh, be in real life may not be the same, but they might kind of mirror each other because I don't know if we're going to get like people be like, and crazy like zombie like. <laughs> right. Uh, again, in you know the story of Lazarus um, in the Bible is um, a story about um, being dead and then being brought to life because Lazarus was um, the brother of Mary and Martha, and um, they were all siblings and they were disciples and um, they were friends to Jesus Christ. And um, Lazarus got sick. Um, Lazarus got sick and he had um, passed or whatever and he was um, by the time basically by the time Jesus went to go see him it was like four days after he had died and you know they were upset about it you know everyone else was upset like Jesus you know you kind of like you waited so long right like basically like you failed us but Jesus basically showed that his power you know over Trump's all you know death because he went up to the tomb and then told Lazarus to come out, and Lazarus arose basically from the dead. So that's kind of what the context is about. Is just basically people really just basically, I guess, like you said, just basically not dying. So it's just like some zombie type time. Like what if? And like you said, like like what do you think that's? What do you think? Like where do you think they got affected at? Like what do you think they're like when like when you say they got exposed? What do you think? The exposure may have been from like I mean now to all our listeners don't quote us these are allegations and highly unpopular opinions <laughs> so I will say that just reading into the article um well one of the first things that caught my attention was the one billion people how do you know how do you manage to reach one billion people um, within a certain time frame, within a certain time span. So my brain started thinking, and I'm like, well, the only way you could probably infect or get that many people on board with something is if you either threaten the masses or offer something. So what are you, what are you getting to then? So, dun dun dun. I mean, the dun dun dun. This is what I'm getting to, and I'm going to say it. <laughs> so hypothetically speaking what if what if hypothetically speaking they are making references to those that have taken the jab for the vaccination and because it's no secret that there's an enzyme in the vaccination that has the ability to um, bring you back from the dead no, no, not so much to bring you back from the dead, but it has the capability and the promise to alter your genes, alter your DNA. I did hear some something like that. So if if I kind of take those facts and put it together, if my DNA is is artificially being altered, it could either potentially like reset me in in a sense. You know what I mean? Like if my DNA has to be altered, that means I have to shut down. And then I'll start back up again. And maybe that's what it is. You know, maybe, I'm hypothetically speaking, y'all, but maybe some of them people who took the jab, you know, you, maybe you bit off more, maybe they bit off more than what they could chew. But that all goes back to, into my beliefs about knowing the government ain't never did anything for us. So when they advertised something nationwide and basically said, here, we want to protect you, I didn't believe it. But... I just think that's crazy. Like, so basically, we're about to be living the Walking Dead. They're like you said, like the zombie apocalypse. Not only that, it further makes me think that. Furthermore, on top of this whole vaccination thing, for you to for them to label it as a Lazarus effect, mm-hmm. for the Messiah to bring Lazarus back to life, 
that means somebody is taking notes somebody's taking inventory as to what they put out here in the world as if somebody's mm. playing god yep but that's just how it makes me think that's crazy yeah i do believe that somebody wants to definitely play god and they've been doing that so much like they really do be trying to put themselves in god's place you know a lot of people think they can dibble and dabble and mess with science and mess with this and mess with that or how they just messing with this space and these black holes and and these times and these time, and these time things like it, I just don't it's just like a lot like this world is really it's turning inside out for the turning, good for the better yeah I mean yeah cause it's just looking like it's falling apart things are getting torn down but it's actually the the old systems being torn down the old the old ways right they're being debunked mm-hmm. they're being taken apart and anybody who knows you know some of the logistics of how life goes it has to get worse it has to be bad before it can get better you know what I mean like sometimes I hear people talk about oh this is the last days mm, the last days started two years ago <laughs> to me okay. right you know right you know Remember the last days come for centuries. Right. Like, there's not really no time limit. But I do know that we're getting closer and closer, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I think this is the closest we've ever really been because when people of a certain age tell you, like, I've never seen the stuff that I've seen going on in this day and age, like, people older... Yes, older people be like, I've never, like, you know how most people would say, oh, you know, this is repeated, or this, oh, I've seen it before. There are people, older adults, that is like, I've never seen this stuff that's going on in all my years of living. Like, this new stuff that's going on, or just, like, some of the stuff that's going on that's so bizarre. It's crazy. Right. Mm, really. I guess you both over here eating. It be a, it, you know, it, it, it just be a lot sometimes. <laughs> it, 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 it just be a lot. <laughs> Let me put this down because I see. <laughs> I'm over here trying to sneak and eat this shit. These people crazy. Forgive me, y'all. What? Forgive me, y'all. Uh, I'm over Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Just a mild, just a mild interruption. But um, but yeah, on to on to some brighter news. On to some gossip news. Enough of the end of the world type stuff. I want to talk about, and maybe you can give me some insight, or maybe we can go back and forth. But I want to talk about Tory Lanez and Megan the freaking stallion. Ain't that crazy? Like, this case I'm, is like really blowing my mind. I think this case is has begun to drag itself. You think so? Honestly, because well, it has been going on since 2020 because it happened in 2020. It happened like in the summer of 2020. Coming from Kylie Jenner's house, and remember Megan? Um, when this happened, the first. The first report wasn't that Tory Lane shot her. The first report was that she had got glass in her foot. Right. But th- but that was only to protect because she said during that time, this is when um, I think the Floyd incident was going on and just uh, some um, George Floyd incident or some other stuff. It was just really, remember, like, the racial tension was really high around 2020. Like, so um, she was saying that she didn't want to say anything about Tory Lanez having a gun or nothing like that because of course you know even though what's going on I guess she still you know didn't want to she was riding you know for the moment like I'm not gonna you know um tell them that he got a gun right now at this moment and they shoot him or you know do something dirty to him you know what I mean even though I still it is still kind of weird because it is still it's still all going back to this I don't know it's just weird because now she really does want him to pay the price for what he did but like how they say, it's it's hard for them to kind of pinpoint this on him or put this on him when the first initial report wasn't that he really shot her. And now they're saying that, because um, it was 
him, her best friend, and her, I think, in the vehicle at the time, you know, besides the, um, I think besides the driver and uh, the bodyguard, um, don't quote me, because um, they actually are saying that the bodyguard was missing, the bodyguard wasn't around to testify, but then they're saying again in the same note that this particular one is not really, is not, um, it's not really imperative that he's there or something like that. Uh-huh. So I don't know. But like I said, from what I've heard and what I've looked up. But again. I um, think I think Megan. And, and you're right. I think that's where it all started off. The fact that the fact that he thought she was doing herself a multitude of services by lying. And I think that's what's what's really tripping her up now. In my opinion, I just think she needs to like be honest all the way around the board. Even if it was basically like, hey, look, I thought he was a friend. I didn't want to get my friend in trouble. So I didn't want to mention that he had a gun. But the truth is, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think she needs right. to start there. Right. Yeah, you're right. But right. Uh, at the same time, I thought this was over. I thought this was over. I can't believe it. And remember they saying that they, that her and Troy Lane secretly had something going on too. And the reason why I think that the argument even stemmed from was because I think Tory Lanez and um, Kylie was flirting because they were at Kylie Jenner's house at a party. And I think some kind of flirtation was going on. And that's what started, like, the rip and rip, and that's when they left. And um, supposedly Tory Lanez was really, really drunk. And I think Megan wanted to get the car or something. Or something. I don't know the logistics of it. But I do know that there were text messages shown of him apologizing, like, the next day to her. Like, I'm really sorry that this happened to you. I know you're not going to speak to me again, but I'm really, really sorry. So, it's like, why would you really apologize if, if you, you didn't, didn't do anything? Right. Yeah, that's my whole thing. My girl just need to come clean and just basically give her story one last time from the truth. Because... That saying is always true. Once you gotta tell, once you tell a lie, you gotta tell another lie to keep that lie going. Right, and to keep it going, and to keep it going, to keep it going. Because I'm feeling like this is being drugged out. I thought it was over. <laughs> like I said, these new cases nowadays been like they'll be playing. Like I said, like this one is really because I think if he could do get convicted, he got like a. A little minute, like he got a little minute in here, like a little minute in it. Man. I mean, well, it would make. I mean, as crazy as the laws are, it would make sense. They didn't say anything about him being licensed. He has a firearm. He opened opened uh, firearms on you know somebody and shot her in the foot. And yeah, shot her. So you know, different states have different laws. So he's in Cali. So like I said, we don't know what. Well, I don't really know Cali. Um, you know, laws or like that, but I do know they strictly. But I think a lot of places, well, not a lot of places, let me lie, lie, because not a lot of places, but majority of the main states, and Los Angeles is one of them, um, are really, really strict when it comes to their gun laws. So, you know, I do believe that this is going to, um, this case is everybody's stricter on black people, too. Yeah, that's for sure. Everything is strict on us. Because <laughs> um, he looks at if you want to even be technical, the police really wasn't really made for us. For real. They really wasn't. No, they wasn't. If you go back to the slave store, you know why they really was around to patrol and to the real police back in the day were to patrol and get the um, keep the eggers in line. Mm-hmm. And it, like they was like slave catchers, mm-hmm. basically somewhat of it if you want to be technical but that's kind of what it was but anyway that's a different episode but but anyway again um I just hope that Megan and them find some type of I hope this like I mean truthfully of course I'm rooting for my girl Meg you know cause I definitely you know know how things can be and she just seemed like she's been through a lot you know I do understand both sides of the story too though because I know Megan ain't perfect I know she probably ain't perfect I know she probably do her thing but she seemed pretty open and she about ain't asked herself. to get shot at her foot though 
Right, no, but, but but what I'm saying is she seems like she's a real open, like open, honest kind of girl. And she hasn't given me no type of vibes. Like I said, the only thing that is the mix up and the mashup is the fact that she did say that it was last first instead of saying she got shot from the gate. And you know how stuff like that can incriminate you because just because it may be the truth. Like I always like if like from just being around and being from the streets, you know, whoever go to the cops first is the one that's telling the truth or whoever like whatever story you tell first is the story they riding with for the rest of the duration right like you can't do all that switching up like that same story you gotta stick to it or then this is when the confusion start because it's a rap like the same thing with just anything like if you're going through with somebody whoever goes to the who whoever go first to go you know put the report and that's who side they want right you know, even if you is the person, even if you the victim, if the person did, if the person that is actually victimizing you and doing something to you actually goes to the cops first and makes it seem like they're the victim, you can be the one to get in trouble. Absolutely. I've, I've, I've seen it. That, I've been in that situation. I've seen it. You know, but as you know, as my thoughts come to a close on this hot topic, I just <laughs> I just think <laughs> that in a whole my girl Megan was trying to do something honorable in a criminalistic kind of way. Whereas though I think she I think her whole thing was I don't want to snitch because I don't want to get you in trouble. And yeah, that I was think, more like it. Like that was more like I think that was just straight, straight no chaser right there. Like you said, she just really, she ain't gonna get him in trouble, and she right. ain't gonna lie. You know what I mean? She just ain't gonna get. And detectives, and they are some smart motherfuckers. Detectives have probably found a hole in her story. Mm-hmm. That that will probably give them the same type of, you know, uh, thought like. Okay, but you ain't stepping no glass that hard. You right. sound like you're covering up for maybe a friend, and ultimately that right there will make a motherfucker dig into your case. But much luck to them, and let's just be a lesson, y'all. Keep it real, because if you ain't no criminal, ain't no such thing as snitching. All right, let's that's see. just that. That's that. That no no snitches, snitches get stitches. That is no cold, shade, like... That is a code for criminals. And no shade, like, I'm really, when it gets down to it, if somebody shooting me in my fucking foot, oh, excuse me, but if somebody shooting me in my foot, that's my passion about it. If somebody shooting me in my foot, I'm telling on your ass. I don't, like, what? Ain't nobody covering for you. I'm bleeding. And I can't walk. And, like, what if I can't walk? Right. Again, because you now shot me in bone, my foot. Now I got bone shattered. Yeah, like, yeah. that girl couldn't even twerk no more. Remember? It's like, I'm sorry. Remember, remember they were saying... <laughs> but no, for a minute though, like, cause they know, like, he know, that, like, that's why he, that's why they say he did it, cause you know, Megan is just known for dancing real, you know, very, always twerking, always Provocative. popping it, always yeah. dropping it, yeah. So he was trying to be smart, and I said, like, that could have really went left. Like, what if you really would have like shot her and like shot her in the bone, where she wouldn't be able to walk no more? And like I said, and, and that girl already going through a lot in her personal life like her mom her mom passed her dad passed she's only like 20 what I think she's like 25 or something I gotta look look at like I gotta look real quick right my girl just need to come clean and everything will be alright Tori I love you to death bro but your struggle in the streets should have humbled you by now where you know damn well if you ain't gonna play with no gun around your sisters and your mammy or any other women, like that's just not copacetic. No yeah, like I don't care how drunk you was. Ain't no ain't such no, thing. Honestly, yeah, like, where I, honestly, where I come from, that's young boy nigga shit. Only young boys pull out they pull out their guns for no reason. So tour will tighten up. And on to our final hot topic. Oh wait, wait. As a matter of fact, no, leading into our hot topic because you know what as a matter of fact now that I think about it you really have to be you really well, our be, hot topic our, our last hot topic leading into our conversation leading into our conversation um, yes. about mental health yes. but um, 
the last person we want to discuss on our hot topics um is the was he a dancer or a dj he was a mixture of a lot of different things but he was on ellen's show as a dj slash dancer okay we're talking about the one and only twitch twitch yes rest in peace twitch Jeez, that was really sad. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just sad that it's just sad that it gets like. Don't get me wrong. I've had, I've dealt from. Okay, like I said, them, a kid that has dealt with suicidal thoughts at a young age. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I tried to take my life before when I was young. And it's not. I'm not laughing like laughing at the situation. Oh, you but, know I know that. Right. I'm just. Like, cause I was really young and like, I didn't know what I, I was just, I think it all had to entail with a lot of different emotions that I was feeling at this time. And then, like I said, I was, I was, I was a, a ball of emotions. I was scared. I was frightful. I was, I was a lot. Um, I like, and then my, my family dynamic and situation at that moment and at that mm-hmm. time, I was really getting a lot of trouble. Um, and like you said, and, and like, I was always getting caught. So. A lot of the times, a lot of my actions were just because I was scared to get caught, or I was scared I was gonna get in trouble for what I got caught for. Um, but I did also at one time really want to get away from like, you know, my family at one point. Like I really was like, just wanted to get away because I just was over it. And um, I do remember one time taking my friend's mom's Prozac, like taking all these Prozacs. Oh wow! And all it did was make me sick, though. And I said, oh, no, I ain't doing that no more. Like, I'm one of the people that... <laughs> I, I wasn't not saying that, you know, like I said, you know, I hadn't felt beat or haven't had moments. Like I said, I, honestly, I, I, I hadn't had any thoughts of suicide since then. And um, I just pray to God that I don't, you know, don't ever have to battle with them kind of thoughts. And if I do, then... Uh, that I block them out and that they come unsubjected immediately. But I do know, um, but I do know uh, that that suicide is definitely something that a lot of people deal with. Um, And it's just said that some people let it, let, let suicide, like let that spirit win. Like where it Some, gets, you know. Sometimes it's it's I, you know, I don't even, I, I don't, I wouldn't say the spirit wins, but it just shows me how powerful, how powerful. Um, once, once you're consumed, once you're consumed, and you know, and it's just like if you use it as a, as a pro. When you're consumed with happiness, when you're consumed with joy, it resonates, it shows. Also, you know, on the on the negative aspect, you know, if you are consumed with misery and self-doubt and things like that, um, me personally, I've I've been a victim of that. That is that's almost one, inexplainable to be able to articulate. And two like when, when you're deep down in that mind state sometimes there is no light at the end of a tunnel sometimes there is no exit you know sometimes that green light just goes on and says we're on the air until we're off the air yeah. you know it's really serious and I think these are the things that we need to start paying attention to not only not only us who have gone through it and can see it and observe it observe it but more so um and i've actually been practicing this myself but more so the people whose favorite word or favorite mantra is i'm doing okay i'm doing all right i'm fine when the truth is you're really struggling when the truth is you just want to talk and maybe cry you know and that's my mess. That's my message for those people. If you're one of those people that always, you know, responds like, "Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay." It's kind of like because it's definitely not just 
a man thing because women do it too. Absolutely. I think women do it the most as well too. Like I'm not even gonna say who does it most and who does because like there's so many people that actually deal with it. Uh-huh. And um, like you said, it's um, Twitch was a pure example of kind of like he falls in the category with like the Robin Williams and um, that 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 model that just passed recently that had high functioning depression uh, that jumped off of a building in New York. She was so beautiful and she was like a she was a news anchor. She was on the show. She I think she was a part of E or something. She was really big. Um, like she had a really great career. I mean, a really great career. And everybody was saying, even her parents were saying, like she's had moments before where, you know, you know, she's she has felt like that. But you know, like they caught it in a moment. Like they thought that it was not something that not saying they thought that it was over, but they thought that she kind of had it under control. And even up to her death, they said that they didn't have no signs of her wanting to do that. And just one day, she jumped off. Her building and just her and stuff, and then like I said, Twitch and Twitch was literally on TikTok. I think like 24 hours before he killed himself, dancing. Oh and no! It just make, it, it just make you like stuff like that is so scary. Like seeing the last videos of people and they're in like the element or doing something. It was like, did he have it in his mind? Like I'm putting this on. I'm, I'm like this is my last TikTok for y'all. Like this is my last TikTok. Like, like he's smiling and cheesing and all that, and a couple twenty-four hours he killed himself, and this is something. And then, like I said, he he wrote a note. He wrote a note, a suicide note, and everything. And like I said, he was at a hotel. He was staying in a hotel. Um, and he killed himself, and you know he was a definitely really. Like I said he was uh, a big staple on Ellen, on Ellen's show, and Ellen kind of took it really hard, as as she should. Um, and I'm pretty sure his family, who um, he was married, I think he had like three kids. Oh wow! Yeah, he had three kids, and that makes it even more sad because it's like wow, like when it when it gets that deep where you don't even care about your kids, how they gonna feel afterwards? And shout out, honestly, because I seen a post that was so, oh, it was so, it was just so real that it was like one of the posts that is just like wow, um, but it was like. Shout out to the people that stayed that the people that wanted to commit suicide but stayed but stayed alive for the people that they love. Basically right. because I know that you don't want to be powerful. here. But thank you for staying here. Even even in the midst of wanting to kill yourself or hurt yourself and wanting to go. But you're still here with us, still living, still breathing, still moving. Even if you don't want to go on, you're still trying. And that's just what I want people to understand. Like Every day is not going to be perfect. Life was never meant to be perfect. I right. think just a lot of times, a lot of us are were, brought, were brought up, especially us millennials, we were brought up in the time where a lot of our parents were going through. Um, a lot, Especially a lot of us millennials, us young adults now, a lot of us adults and 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds were our millennials. We were the, you know, the generation that came around the crack epidemic. Right. And when the world, like, again, like how I said before, we are the lost generation. So a lot of our, a lot of these adults, young adults now are just kids raising kids. You know, like, literally. Um, we're 35-year-old kids, 45-year-old kids, 40-year-old kids, 29-year-old kids. Like, we just have, like, so many of us had to grow up so fast that we still have that kid mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it is kind of hard to grow. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's hard to grow out of, but, you know, um, you know, it's just, nowadays, you really just gotta, on the top of everything, you just gotta really check on your, on your strong friends, on your, on your friends that look like they got it all together. Because those are normally the ones that are falling apart, uh, you know. Because a lot of people just don't want to put their, you know, worry and their problems on people. And and we come from a generation that our parents, you know, all we were told was to be quiet, mind your business, stay in the child place. You know, we never was able to talk things out. We was never like we didn't have the language that we have now for therapy and for. Um, you know, 
mental health and stuff like that. We never had this kind of language now that we have, you know. And I do love though that this generation of uh, millennial, well, the millennials and the generations after the Z's and the alphas and all that. I do like that the millennials are starting to be the change where we are definitely starting to talk more about our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us are starting to go to therapy. I pray that more black people, especially, because that's who I really, but actually, everybody. Not just everybody. Black, and everybody. we need more black therapists because. But we need, yeah. There's nothing more personal than being able to be therapy. You know, look, I used to do therapy, and which which it didn't work for me. And I'm not everybody. Sometimes it works for people. Sometimes it doesn't. But um, it didn't work for you. You didn't like therapy. Um, no, it didn't work for me for the simple fact that um, all three times when I tried when I attempted therapy um i it wasn't too long after these three uh different people you know after their sessions it didn't take long for me to feel like that um these people weren't listening to me they were either really quickly to want to diagnose me or try to find a root to an issue that i i don't have okay and I just said to myself, well, I shouldn't have be I shouldn't be having these negative thoughts about somebody who's supposed to make it comfortable for me to unload on. Ooh. And I say like, well, you know, it's not for everybody. Like I said, I had thoughts that these therapists weren't listening to me. They were too busy looking at me, and I felt like, oh, well, they're hearing they they only they're hearing you but they're too busy looking at you. And I can't really, I cannot, it would be foolish of me to expect someone who did not grow up with the background that I have, with the experiences, influences, schooling, um, culture. It is very difficult for me to open up to somebody who does not share any of that with me and expect them to empathize with me in a way where they could give me comfort. Okay, well, maybe... Okay, do you think you just didn't find the right therapist? It just seemed like you didn't find the right therapist. Well, I just, I just well like I said, for me, because I never knew what therapy was, all I knew is I, I just needed to talk. And see, it's funny when you say, um, like how you say, maybe I didn't find the right therapist. Maybe I didn't. But mm-hmm. going back to what you said about not having the experience, you know, the the sit down or wherewithal to be able to say, hey, mental health, mental health is real. Sometimes you may need to start. You know, we didn't have that growing up. So right. it's one thing if I was introduced to, oh, maybe you should talk to somebody, to a therapist. But me actually having to bu- buckle down and boil work and really have to figure out like, okay, so who's the right therapist and who's not and for me it's like I don't have that much power to think because it makes me feel like I know when I talk for me I know when I talk to somebody I want them to be able to to at least understand like relate to an ex you know to where I'm coming from not just hear me story and um and even if you didn't come from you know my experience don't make me feel like I'm storytelling, you know? And that's what each of those therapists kind of did, which actually fuels um, my ambition, you know, to take up, right, to, to kind of further my career and decide what I want to do on my life path, you know? So that's why I took up journalism and entrepreneurial studies so that way I can branch off and become what I like to call a closet therapist, which is somebody you can talk to that's from where you're from, you know, that is not going to... You know, just just Judge somebody you. able you could talk to that gives you a more uh, intimate, intimate um, empathy. You know, so you know, t- but that's 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 a good concept. And if anybody's listening, um, Juju did make a good point. Do some research. Make sure you figure out, you know, if you have the right therapist or not. Like I said, therapy isn't for everybody. Maybe I thought therapy was for me, and it wasn't. Maybe my calling is to be on the other side you know of of that but um that's that's a really really valuable piece of information because i would have never thought like oh well maybe i need the right therapist because when you hear therapists in some people's minds it's just like oh somebody going to an office and sit down to sit sit down and talk to you know right 
Well, um, like you said, I definitely, I definitely, first off, just want to um, definitely just let everyone know. Can you um, actually pull up? Cause I can do. Can Can you pull up? Oh, am I listening to me? Can you pull up the suicide hotline number for the people? Actually, I sure can because it's real. Yeah, it's real. Um, it's definitely real. And like we said, this this podcast, we as as we as we're going to be continuously growing. Um, we're just going to be talking about so many different things. And again, um, I do love that. Um. We, we 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 both come from um a background where we we've gone through some things mm-hmm. so we know a lot about how much um things can have uh an effect on you especially the things that you go through that it can have a negative effect on you uh in in or, well a negative effect or a positive effect um and just even in general just the importance uh, of just getting in and maintaining mental mental wellness you yes, know mental yes. wellness and health um because i think so many people are so big on you know getting the physical uh getting the physical together and the spiritual and all the, you know everything else but when it comes down to the mental Everybody doesn't like to. It seems like people are so scared to tap into that vulnerable place. And that's like, fine, because like you said, we've all been conditioned to not speak, not speak our minds, not say anything. Yeah. So fear is prevalent, you know, into this coming into our truths. So you're absolutely I think fear is more than it's. Fear has taken over, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy that people don't like even our generation. Like, but like you said, the generation before, like you can tell, like people. Like that's how you. That's how they say we like we are the generational curse breakers because like even for those older adults that are still um, still around, which is a a great gift if some of the old heads are still around and still kicking and still rocking with us, you know. Especially after all that's been going on, mm-hmm. but even like I say, you can see just even from even how they was brought up, you know, like. They were never even given the opportunities or the spaces either, the safe spaces to talk or to um, um, express themselves to their parents and to, you know, you know the people, you know. I, ooh, you okay? Yeah. Ooh. ooh. Um, but um, they didn't even get a chance to really express themselves. Like again, they didn't have the language. They didn't, you know, a lot of parents back then probably would have felt disrespected if they child would have told them mom like you're hurting my feelings or mom I want to talk to you about a certain thing like because you know they don't you know they would take that as disrespect and again it is said that we have been conditioned especially in the African American community not to know how to be emotionally available and emotionally aware for each other right like I think that they have stunted they stunted our growth when it has came to that and I think they stunt to us in that area because that's where we're most powerful in our emotions and um, love. They wanted to, they didn't want black families to love each other. They didn't want, you know, black families to be together. That's why they've always did all they could to break back black families up since slavery. You know, they had tried all they could to demonize and ostracize and um, emasculate the heads of the well, I mean that's that's obvious they the 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 the, 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 <laughs> the truth is they know our power the question is when are we going to start recognizing the power that they know we have you know mm-hmm. but that's uh that's that's something else but to the to your listeners I really want you guys to pay attention and um there's there are actually two numbers for those who maybe you know um, struggling with mental wellness who may think they know someone um, right from your cell phone you can dial 988 or you can send a text message to 988 furthermore you could also hit the National Suicide Prevention Life 
line at 800-273-TALK. That's 800-273-8255. Okay. I hope, you get, I hope anyone that has heard that, and you, that you took that down. And again, um, someone is there to listen to you. You know, don't, before you think about, before you even take that, that step, try to at least talk to someone. Give someone a chance to hear you out. Someone to be a listening ear to you, to give you um, just a, 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 a place to feel safe. You know, and um, you're, again, you're valuable. You are amazing. You are not what they say you are. You're not what you say you are. Okay? That's the thing. You're not the things that you are thinking that can be about yourself about. Like, you you are better than that. Um, and you will you will overcome. You are victorious. You are brave. You are strong. You are resilient. You will get through it. You know? And, I, you know, trouble doesn't last always. I know that's so cliche. I know. And there is help. There is help. There is help. Your friends want to help. We want to help. You know. So let's do that. Let's let's make sure we pass that message to all my viewers and all my all our viewers and all of our listeners. You know. Don't just don't just check on your friends and shit because and I'm using profanity because I want y'all to know how real it is. Don't just check on your fucking friends because it's trendy. Or it's just something to do and something to say. Because God forbid you would ha- you would hate to have to eat that eight ball whenever you got into a moment where you needed somebody and people just gave you the the cold shoulder. Right. Again, like I said never never take pe- what people say lightly, especially when when people are expressing themselves to you and letting you know how they feel. Hello. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yes, and letting you know how you feel. I know I thought I dropped my, thought I dropped my phone aside. But um, always pay attention to when people are letting you know how they feel when they are telling you, like, listen, I really need someone to talk to. Like, I'm really hurting inside, or you know, um, uh, like just pay attention to what people say. You know, also pay attention to their actions because sometimes you really can't. You know, you never know. Sometimes people do just say some things and don't be it, but a lot of times you can also tell in a way a person moves too because people no matter what they say people do give you warning right you just have to you just have to know what to look that, for yes know what to look for um know what to you know to bring awareness to and stop it in the tracks and if they're your friends you should automatically be attentive to it whereas though you may have to become an icebreaker because if we know everybody's doing fine, everybody's all right, and this is something that I've learned, you know, whenever I've talked to my friends and they let me know about a problem or issue, and it may not be reoccurring in conversation, but it could be reoccurring in real life. So if I have a friend, for example, who may have been struggling with homelessness or whatever, and we have me, we may have had a conversation about that maybe one or twice, you know, but I make it my business every time I see this individual, you know, it's, you know, how you doing? You all right? And then you get the typical, yeah, I'm good. I'm just doing what I need to do, you know, and then I become the icebreaker. What's your living situation looking like? Do you have somewhere to stay tonight? You know, because sometimes people want to feel comfortable, you know, without the thought of as soon as I say something, they won't judge me. Soon as I say something, or like you said, yeah, like like feeling like they're invading, like mm-hmm. feeling like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, like I don't want to invade her with my problems or right. So you I know think, my situation. So I think it would be essential if sometimes we offer any kind of help, you know, to our friends who we know ain't got it like us. Yeah, and, I and think for real, for real, honestly, I ain't got it either. That's the thing. I just know, like you know, I'm one of the people that. I'm, like I said, I, I love that I have gotten to that place in my life where I can be honest not only with, with myself, but just with people too. Like, I don't got it either. I don't. Like, I just, I just, it's not great to God. That's all I can tell people. I'm sorry. On, on my end, for me, it's not but the grace of God because I don't got it together. I'm not rich. I'm, I'm not, like, I don't, I don't got, you know, money in, in the bank. I don't got a big giant house. I don't got degrees to the wazoo. I don't got this and the other, but like, I just, I'm a person that has, 
experienced a lot in life. I have been through a lot in life. I have overcome a lot in life. And I've I've learned a lot and just and, and and I have wisdom for my age and it's meant for me to share just my you know my my experiences to again help someone else either um get through theirs, um, make a change, make a choice, make a decision, or 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 even say no, I'm not gonna go that route. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, everything that we do is not always for ourselves, but it's for other people. But again, don't always cause Again, sometimes a lot of people just make it look good. Everybody make it good. I'm one of the people that I make it look good. I make I make struggle look good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm one of the people I had to survive. You know, I know how to make something like one thing I one thing I, I'm gonna say that I know for a fact that even if we ever had to go through a time where we had to survive or something like that, I believe as African American people, especially, we will get through it because we already been doing it. You know, a, a lot of marginalized groups and misfit groups have been already ostracized and surviving off of scraps and surviving and, you know, doing, you know what I mean? Like, we been there, done that. You know, I've been in the streets. I, you know, I like, I, I know what to do, how to do it. I know how to survive. You know, a lot of other people are not going to know how to survive, but we will know how to survive. And that's, that's what's right. going to make it, and that's what's going to make it so much even fairer because... It's about to really be a time where we're going to have to show our strengths. And a lot of people that had it easy ain't going to know how to really get down and dirty because they ain't never had to. That's but right. But people like us had to get down and dirty and had to really go through the muck and the mire and the trial and the tribulation, which only made us stronger. And the real which, truth is we still get down in the, in, in the dirty, in our minds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In our mind, Because every day, it's, it's one thing if we pick ourselves out of it, but it ain't nothing but a skip, trip, fall right back into it. So every day, every day is, is a challenge. Is a challenge. Every to stay day. on the right path, and like, and just like you said, and just to stay out of that dark place. You know, it's it really is a task. It's a task, and I commend anyone and everyone that you know has tried today, that has really tried their best, and even through their not wanting to do or not wanting to, you know, get up or not wanting to even deal with people today, you still did it. You still stretched past how you felt. For those that might have, again, for those that may don't even want to be here on this earth, but you're still living because you know that if you did leave this earth, it will hurt someone else that you love or that you know that loves and cares for you. You know, um, I salute you. And I just ask, you know, that you just- We both salute you. That, yes, we both salute you. and. I just pray that you continue continuously just try your hardest. Just try your hardest or ask for help. And yes. and, and, and now is the day That's where the main thing. everybody's asking for help. It's it's it's, it's, it's it's nothing to be ashamed <laughs> about anymore. The hoes is asking for money, the niggas is asking for free gina. Ask for some help. Ask for an ear to listen to. Ask and they ask for, for what, what free Gina and freeness. <laughs> the freeness. <laughs> Hello. The freeness. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> the freeness. I'm done. But. But the help is here. The help is available. And to my transparent listeners, to our transparent listeners, I know today's episode was really thick, really heavy, but that's just what mental wellness is. It's thick and it's heavy. And it's real. So, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna burden you guys anymore with, uh, with warnings and what to look forward to and how to properly um, be productive in your relationships. And when I say relationships, I mean friendships, situationships, you know, because when you think about it, a lot of us could just be moving based on our actions off of that trauma, you know, that mental illness that we may be going through. But... Again, guys, I just thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Continue to work on your health, your mental, like your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Work on all of it. Just don't any mental, like especially your mental health. Please don't leave that out. You know, we like, again, we always want to look good, but inside we 
feeling bad and our insides is looking horrible. But we that's right. And when the inside with these BBLs uh-huh. and these BBLs uh-huh. and CC bills and Ulam bills and all this <laughs> stuff, we just want to be all this stuff. But we want to look good on the outside, but we don't want to look good on the inside. And I think that's, that's it's about that's, time. Go ahead. It's about time. It's about time we start matching our outside with our inside because picture us as fruit. Fruit rocks right. from the inside out now. Okay. You know well, what guys, thank you. <laughs> okay. Look, she yeah. ready to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up, you guys. Guys, not, you know, she likes to go see after the lid. Not ah. is this subject touchy, but this is a subject that could go on and on. on and and we'll definitely have a part two. We're definitely going to have a part two. Um, Really quick, I'm going to just go over a few seconds, and I just want to let y'all know what we had to eat. Yeah. We actually ate ramen today. And, well, I ain't going to lie. We ate ramen yesterday. <laughs> But we thought it was a good idea that they, that we didn't want to eat and catch the eyelids and fall asleep on y'all. But today's episode was brought to you in part by Ryuki Ramen. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening to us on this third episode of Transparent, Transparent Energy. Energy with your hostess, Bambi and with And Jordan B. And we will holler at you guys. Later. Later. Ciao.